Hey everybody, this is Mr. Big Mouth, aka Dante here, sitting down in the motherfucking quarantine, and I have my friend Mr. Miami here. Hey. Hey, what's up, Mr. Big Mouth? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 in quarantine, and I'm ready to just just shoot myself in the head, but. It's all good. Oh, guys, I just want all y'all to know that my homeboy, Mr. Miami, is in Atlanta. And we are doing Zoom right now. So, if you hear, like, maybe, like, a fade or maybe a pause, that's because of the Zoom and everything else like that. You know, everybody's Zooming nowadays. So, how are you doing this quarantine? I mean, I'm making it as best as I as I can. But, you know... Seeing that I'm in the state in, in this um, city of Atlanta and the state of Georgia, Ooh. and we decided to open things back up. I mean, some of us are doing wonderful. <laughs> so let me let's talk about that because what is going on with Atlanta? And it's like y'all test dummies, and the governor is stupid. You know what? Initially, I said the same thing that we are the test dummies, or or my state is the test dummies. But, you know, now that I, you know, think things through. So, you know, um, let's just go back a little bit. I don't know if you recently saw the video they had on the news. This is probably like within the last week where they showed all the people out and about. Yes. And, you know, kind of partied in the parking lot and all this stuff. Yes. And they act like it was something so horrible. But what they didn't understand is our governor, um, as of last Friday, opened everything back up except clubs. Mm-hmm. And one other thing that I can't remember so it wasn't that it was bad. I said, so you were mad at the people for being out and about with no mask. And, you know, after you've had them in the house for, you know, the last, what, seven, eight weeks now. Mm-hmm. And so what did you expect? And it was really you know, nice. It was like 70 something degrees. And it was, and, and we live in Atlanta. The weather's been wonderful. It's been great. So, you know, kind of what did you expect? I always look at, like, I look at it like this. Yes, it might not be the smartest thing to open back up our state. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, you got to let people make their own decisions. And I believe me, I've had several, you know, arguments with friends, associates and all this stuff. But I've come to the conclusion, if a person wants to go out in the streets and live their life, let them, if they're choosing life or death, that's on them. We make choices like this outside of coronavirus every day. So if that's what they want to do, but you need to do what you want to do for your life. And so I've made decisions to still stay in the house, Mm -hmm. stay in the house at least for a few more weeks or until things try to like turn around well so you can't blame the people because you know some people as myself i live alone some people are lonely granted mm-hmm. i'm not in i have i have mental illnesses too. yeah so they're just like they they feel the need like they got to get out and they're honestly at the fuck it moment you know it is what it is and i think that's how you know you can compare it to Lots of things that, especially gay gay guys and gay, or just people in, in gay life in general, mm-hmm. deal with, and you have those fucking moments. It is what it is. Okay. What well, you know, the crazy thing is, you know, if we want to talk, like, I'm in, of course, I'm in New York City, which we're like the super, like, everything's happening here. Like, you have to be quarantined. And plus, the trains are hot. You know, you got to pay attention to the homeless people in the, homeless people on the trains and, Usually you you go late nights from a party. They shut the trains down at one o'clock to five. So it's a lot of things that we have to pay attention to because we're like the main place of where the the virus lays. You know what I'm saying? Right, we, the yeah. yeah. And um, 
just this past weekend, like it was so crazy. Like the temperature was beautiful, and um, people were dead in the park, like literally in the park. And I don't knock it. Like, say if you want to go in the park with your friends, but you wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? You make sure you're not spreading that shit. You don't know what your friends are doing before that. And I literally walked through the park, you know, you, up. I, I was walking past the village. I haven't been there in years. So I was walking past the village and whatnot. And bless you. And, um, I was a lot of white people just hanging in the village and stuff. And, you know, so you had some black people hanging, but everybody had their wines and beers and drinks and stuff. And I was like, Ooh, okay, this is what we doing. The cops I seen, you know, they was holding amongst each other and they wasn't really bothering nobody. The park police was like, here's a mask, put the mask on. But nobody really wore a mask. And then um, I currently heard on the news that um, in East Village, like we, I was on a West Village. So then we have the East Village Alphabet City where, you know, it's majority Spanish and Black. Um, get cop a uh, cop. Mr. Garcia was giving people hell, like literally fighting people. Put your fucking mask on and cursing and stuff. And it was like really disrespectful. Even the guy who was recording, he even went to the guy and and like not like was gonna fight the guy. And it was like so disrespectful. So in my mind, I'm like. Again, you have people in the West Village who majority was white, you know, like race and all that other stuff. But majority was white, was not wearing a mask, huddled in five or more, drinking, having wine. But then on the east side, where it was majority um, black and Hispanic, wanted to fight, cops wanted to fight them. So, you know, and I feel bad because it's like you always say, it's not it's always that one bad apple that makes everybody look bad. And like I right. said, the cops the cops on the west side was just like, listen, they're going to do what they're going to do as long as I have my shit. But on the east side, they made it so crazy. So what do you think about that? And do you think that with um, Atlanta, that they, they haven't been on them like that because of that? Or because, like you said, people are going to do what they're going to do. You can only do but so much. Well, let me just say this. It's, um, out, even outside of coronavirus, um, it's always been a stigma in this city that we don't take anything serious. So, are you talking about in, in Atlanta? In Atlanta, yeah. Okay. That we don't take anything serious. I don't think... Um, that we don't take anything serious, you know, because I mean, all as as we know, this is very much a party city. Mm-hmm. People come here all the time to go to the club, or you know, just the, like you say, just the party life. And it's not that we don't take anything serious. Is I guess because we, I'm, I'm just gonna say, I think it's because we're talking in terms of gay. Number one. We live in the largest black gay city in the United States. Yes, you do. So, you know, it's always something to get into, always something to do. I think we've taken it seriously. Like, if you would have saw the streets of Atlanta, like, we have the second worst traffic in the United States. Um, The streets are empty. 
and they have been for the last two months. Okay. This is the first weekend where you actually saw people, and it still isn't at full capacity like it normally is. And not even just like I say, gay. I'm just talking about people in general. Mm-hmm. Like we still don't have any traffic right now, so people are still staying in for the most part. So I hate that you know we were the state that decided to you know open up first because it looks like we're not taking anything serious. But let's talk about it. It's not just the people, it's the heads of state. Like you said, where you were going, it looks like was it about race. Yes, you know, a lot of the, um, what do you call it? Most of, a lot of the cases, or I think three-fourths of the cases mm. overall have been African-American. And again, you started as in, are we the test dummies? Maybe, who knows? It might be some other bigger agenda that we'll never know. Mm. But at the same time, it's all about making your own decisions for your life. And some people said excuse, but they're affecting everyone. Mm. And I'm and I my argument is, well, how they're affecting you if you're if you're asked at home. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Or if you decide to go out, you're taking the proper precautions as they have stated of wearing gloves and wearing a mask and mm. doing all this stuff. You know, like I said, it's all about taking accountability for your own actions. Yes, it looks reckless. It doesn't look great but at the end of the day i kind of can't blame some of it like i'm on the edge of my seat as well of, oh i want to get out i want to get out i want to get out i just have a little more self-control mm-hmm. but if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do you know no harm no foul this way we all make our own decisions and that's just the end of that well you know you know me as a party party head you know i can party it down but i think the thing the thing is you have to moderate everything and some people are really lonely. Like, on some real shit. Like, me, me for example, when the corona first started, was I big on wearing a mask? No, I was not. But I, I made sure to have one in my pocket and and use my common sense. So, if I was going into the train station and it wasn't really a lot of people, then I wouldn't put my mask on. And if people was wearing masks around me, I wasn't putting a mask on. But when it got to a big crowd of people, or, or I seen like people that was around me that didn't have masks, well, I would put one on. You know what I'm saying? And I have not caught corona since. And when it got a little bit too crazy, then I said, okay, let me put this mask on because it's too many people. And the, the infection is getting, the virus is getting really bad. You know what I'm saying? So I use my logic and common sense of, okay, this is too much. Let me turn around and do this. On top of that, I had to turn around and pay attention to um, family members who are older than me and have underlying sicknesses that I that I was going to the store for and doing things for because I knew I was um, well-bodied and able to do, you know, do these things for, you know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's a lot. A lot of pe- people in New York have left and went back home because of this, this virus, you know what I'm saying? So that also leads that that leases some of the the craziness too of people and population you know what i mean because not a lot of people people from new york not a lot of people are real new yorkers like myself like they are i mean that's the same here like Mm -hmm. you know even when they talk about atlanta i'm the first thing the first person to say well most people here they're not natives of the city so when y'all call our city ratchet ghetto um that y'all don't give a fuck and i'm like well people from and now they say people from atlanta i'm like no let's 
be clear, they're not from Atlanta. They're from New York. They're from Detroit. They're from small mm-hmm. country towns all around Atlanta. They're from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, and it is what it is. Like, yes, they do live here now. But at the same time, I hate when they give natives as myself, like, a bad rap. People from Atlanta, no, they're not from Atlanta. They just lived here. They migrated. Same here. So same everyone's here. not the same. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I gotta ask something. Friend. What's up? You know, I've been seeing all the memes. I've been seeing all the Instagrams. People either been fucking during this corona, gonna have corona babies, or they just getting corona by fucking automatically. Now, Atlanta is a hot city. It's a freaky city. If you ain't, I've been to Atlanta once and I didn't fuck like as many big booties. That's a booty city, so no. I like fucking booty. So I only went once. And I was like, <laughs> my dick was like, please leave me alone and get that all this ass away from me. Have Atlanta or even yourself, Mr. Miami, have you turned around and not have sex during this corona? Or have you? Or what has been going on with you and your dick? You know, so when the whole um, pandemic, um, started, you know, I was on a roll, I have to say, and I mean, you know, it was more than one or two, you know, that I was sleeping with, but, you know, as things, um, got a little more serious, I tried to, you know, just, you know, get it down to just one or two, but in the midst of me getting it down to the one or two, um, you know, I had one that, you know, um, he burnt me. Um, like burnt you with a curling iron or burnt you like like gave you a STD, girl? Well, let's talk about this. He burnt me as in he gave me a motherfucking STD, so he slowed me down completely. <laughs> <laughs> he slowed me down completely. What pissed me off is he was the best ass out of all of them. The best ass is always always the, 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 the one you gotta always, watch out they for. They always on some bullshit. You know, like you know, but I have to give it to him. Like I said, you know, like two days after, you know, you know, we messed around. Mm-hmm. I started to feel a little uncomfortable, and you know, let's 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 let 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 my viewers get get in because some viewers never been burnt. And so, what you said, you burnt just, means you like I, I'm a I'm a verse top, but you know, in that situation, I I was a top, and you know, he was the bottom. Burnt means as in. Your dick is um, feeling a little itchy on the inside. It might start leaking. You know, you got an STD. So, wait, 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 friend. Wait, friend, wait, wait, Mr. Miami. So, what, you went to the bathroom and you saw the pee and you was like, oh, shit, that don't feel right? Or was it was just like a tingle? Oh, let me tell you, it was a little different. My dick kept going hard and soft without, like, just me walking around. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, I'm not even horny. Why the hell my dick keep going up and down? Until it got uncomfortable, almost like blue balls. Oh, that's a new SCD. I, I never heard that before. <laughs> everybody, everybody learning something today. <laughs> My viewers are always oh, learning something. And then in the inside, you know, I guess you know where the tube, where, where the pee come out. It started like an uncomfortable, slight itch, but it wasn't to the point where I felt like I needed to go to the hospital. It was just like I say, a slight itch. So. What I decided to do, you know, 
you know, I've, I've had, I ain't gonna lie, I had gonorrhea chlamydia before many, many years ago. We all and, had it. We all had it. We all had, have had one type of something. Yeah, so you you know when something ain't right down there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, that incident slowed me down. So, I, you know, I, um, the guy actually hit me up. You know, I was he texted me to see what's up. And then I texted him and I said. So, what's know, not hey, up, my dick? Cause I had a yeah, right. CD. exactly. It was a. It was like you know I'm having an issue, but I didn't want to blame him because I, you know we made our own decisions. We we didn't use protection, but also I wasn't quite sure he was the one who did it because I was sleeping with other people too. So I was glad he hit me up and he said, you know, um, I felt uncomfortable back there. I think I might have had something when I slept with you. So he kicked it off like. So, like I told him, no harm, no foul. I really wasn't going to blame you because I wasn't sure myself, but I was going to, like, I didn't know for sure if I had something. Mm-hmm. But until I knew for sure, I wasn't going to, like, say, hey, you gave me an STU or I gave you one. But, but you- he ended up going to get checked before me. And he had and found out he did have an STD. So, let me tell you, I think that's very grown. That's very grown. Not to say, motherfucker, you gave me better or... or both of y'all came to like, listen, we've been fucking. I got something. You might have something. Just just go get checked and whatever. Now, can I... So, you take me... Can you take me through the whole process of... Not the whole, whole thing. Because we all know but it's like... the conversation? No, not the conversation. But take me to the process of... Yes, you found out you have an STD, and now you have to go to the clinic during the coronavirus. Like, what is that during the time of Corona? What is it like? So let me well, let me just tell you this. So you know, I got you know this is as well as allergy season. You know, so mm-hmm. the the fucked up about time of, <laughs> the fucked up time of coronavirus and allergy season is you can't even goddamn cough because people think you're sick as fuck, and it could be just post nasal drip or something with allergies true. dripping down your damn throat. So, you know, people looking at you crazy, you know, if you call. So, you know, I actually caught an ear infection probably about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the doctors now, they're doing, a lot of doctors' offices are closed. So they're doing uh, what they call telemedicine, which is kind of like the Zoom call we're doing now. Like a doctor comes up on the screen, you decide yeah. the symptoms. Granted, they can't actually test you. So they go in by what you tell them and they give you, you know, come to a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So I told them what I felt with my ear infection. And they gave me antibiotics. Okay. And I took the antibiotic. Well, I got the antibiotics and I realized the antibiotics that I had, they're way too strong for my body. And I told her I can't take these. So she prescribed another one. But you know, once you pick up a prescription, that's it. It's yours. So I said, just in case. She said, just take I'm this gonna, shit, bitch. And get the fuck away from me. this prescription just in case. You know, God really knows. <laughs> he knows your heart. He know he knows what's coming. <laughs> so, two weeks later, when that itch started to occur, and I said, I think I may have STD. Those antibodies I said that were too strong for my body, thank God they were there. I started taking them. <laughs> Bitch. So, I took the ones for my ear infection first in two weeks. Like, there was like a couple of pills. But then I still had the other prescription. So I never had to go to the doctor. The guy pretty much told me he knew he had something. So I said, clearly I got something too because my dick feels funny. So I started taking the prescription 
and boom, boom, boom. Never had to go to a doctor, hospital, and everything started to go away within like two days. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Girl, I'm, I'm going to be super gay now. Girl. So wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So you have antibiotics for your ear. And you had adamant and what you had regular antibiotics for Well, both antibiotics were for my ear, but I, the one she prescribed initially, I've taken them before for a sinus infection and they gave me like severe diarrhea and I I told her I would never take those again like and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But seeing that like you say coronavirus is out here I'm not trying to go to no doctor, but somebody just tell me about a goddamn STD and then get coronavirus or whatever else in that damn hospital. I said, I'll deal with this stomach issue, whatever occurs, but I got these pills and whatever. Both of them were for, you know, just because they prescribe something for your ear, you know, usually it clears up a lot of other stuff. You can use it for multiple things. Okay, yeah. You know, so I Googled, I, I had taken a prescription, but I Googled the prescription and I saw it was for urinary tract infection. You can use it for gonorrhea. I said, "All right, here we can go. we say can we say thank God for Google?" <laughs> no, because no, Google could be your best friend, the worst motherfucking enemy when you feel some type of way. <laughs> you know what? We should have put some stocks in Google. That's what we should have oh, said. We should do that shit in elementary. We we fuck now. I know. I know. I know, I know. But listen, it's barely holding on to that shit right now. Listen, there's there's other stocks to put put in and whatnot. Like on some real shit, if you had put stocks in medical supplies as far as those masks, you making money. But if you turned around and listened to who is now saying I'm sorry, Warren Buffett, um, and put your stocks in the airlines, I know you want to kill everybody. <laughs> oh, put their stocks in airlines because now they're saying like, of course. People won't be, it won't ever be like, people won't want to fly like that for many years to come. Yeah. You know, because people are afraid and now it's too many planes. And, it, you know, it, initially it wasn't enough planes. Yeah. So, you know, I feel sorry for the people who put, but, you know, that's what stocks are about. Well, friends, you know what that means for us, for the airlines? That we can fly with no problem. Hopefully they'll be cheap. Well, no, they were cheap. Not anymore. They, and, and actually, um, because I do have a homeboy who just started flying, they're all like one stops now and two stops. It's no, it's barely any direct flights anywhere. And he just flew to DC and he had to stop. And that's only a few two hour flight direct. And it had him. It wasn't him being cheap either. He said it's no non stop flights. And he went to. Um, he went to Vegas recently mm. and he had a stop. So he was like, and the ticket price is normal. It kind of sucks. So now it's actually because it's less plain. So actually it's more aggravation. Not for me. Cause I'm not, I, listen, I already had, cause I was supposed to, you know, my, this, this all happened around my birthday week. So I was supposed to go to Miami. I mean, not Miami, excuse me, but I was supposed to go to um, Mexico City, and I was just like, uh, "Yeah, I'm not trying to go to Mexico City and not fuck or do any anything or whatever." So I was just like, "Yo, fuck it!" And luckily, thank God, I'm a hustler, 
my Mr. B&B, shout out to Mr. B&B, wrote them an email, wrote the guy who had the, the place for me. I didn't have to, they said they'll, they'll just, they was going, to, I paid like five something. They was going to give me $3.99 back. And I was like, oh no, bitch. I said, how about this? Hope I'll turn around. Y'all keep the money. But when I'm ready to go to Mexico, I want my 10 days. They said, that's fine. Turned around, told the guy, and guy, he said, that's fine. Just let me know the days you want. And then I had got a credit for my airlines. So I was like, okay, this works out well. Instead of getting my mo- half of my money back or some of my money back. And then I plan to go there anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's... that's- I mean, I'm glad, it worked. I'm glad it worked in your favor. I'm glad that people are out here um, understand being um, compassionate. You know, because, you mm-hmm. know, people could like just say, hey, you know... That was on you. We don't have to get your money back and all this kind of stuff. And there, because I mean, like you said, it's very. This is, I'm sure, a first time for all of us in our lifetime that yeah, we've something like this. And to be honest, you know, I was doing a little research. You know, I'm thinking this is the first of you know ever the, the world is ever experiencing this. They have it's a not. pandemic every twenty something plus years. Have you? You know, it just hasn't affected us to this. Magnitude. Listen to my viewers and also to my not my my viewers, my listeners. Like I'm blogging my vlog, like I'm vlogging over here to my podcast <laughs> users. Yeah, 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 yeah. My listeners, my listeners in in this in this place. You really have to hear Oprah's. Did I send you that for Oprah? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like he he that was 2006. And that was when, what was it? Was it, it was either Bird Flu or West Nile. And the guy who came on Oprah, and one thing about Oprah, Oprah, I don't know what, what shit she got going on, but every time somebody go on Oprah, it always comes back. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Oprah. But, I don't know if Jesus is with her really good, or she got a lock into something, but on some real shit, he said, he came out and he said, he says, listen, the bird flu is one of the things that pass viruses. He was like, I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be another epidemic. It's going to be worse. He was like, before it was smallpox, before it was this and that. He, he said, bird flu, West Nile. He said, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be another one and it's going to be just as bad. He said, the AIDS epidemic. I think this was worse than the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, absolutely. He he was like he was like it's gonna be so bad. He said it's gonna be really really bad. He said so. What I suggest people to do is prepare. He was like this is. He even said all the things that people were going to do and need, and he basically said what people are doing now. Have, make sure that you have food and canvas to last you a, a good amount of time make sure you have plenty of water make sure that you have medicines and stuff just to keep you well and you know a, a above things and he was so right i have to thank god like really really thank god that um i buy in bulk that I know how to cook because you know I'll be sending you videos friends I'll be like hey we cooking today again hey 
I would have never thought that you can cook the way you cook. I've <laughs> known you for many, many years, and the only thing I know is you putting liquor down your damn throat. This is how we met. So, guys, if you don't know anything about about me and Mr. Miami, that's how he got the name Mr. Miami from me. It's because we met in Miami. And when he do, would you like to tell a story? You want me to tell a story? Well, I mean, I can make a long story short. You know, I'll, I, you wait, I'll do the first half, and okay. you do the second half. Okay. All right, go ahead. So, guys, um. Basically, I was in Miami. I had met one of our other close friends for the first time. They were cool peoples. I went off, met a whole bunch of beautiful black girls. Went to their hotel. Was drinking nothing but... They was in a suite or whatever. Drinking nothing but Hennessy. I don't drink dark liquor in Hennessy. But, you know, that's the black people drink. So, I was drinking Hennessy non-stop and then i caught the time and i was like oh i have to go because i have to meet my friends and whatever the case is went to um bar at that time what was it called what was that um bar in miami called you mean the gay bar yeah um, passion or palace huh? palace it was called palace palace, palace. palace. Yeah. so i went to palace i'm tipsy and I'm like, I need food, but I want more more of a drink. And the guys there already knew me from from um traveling there and a and a close friend of ours um gave they gave me a pitcher of alcohol, which I literally was ghetto and drinking it out of a straw. And I wanted food, but instead of giving me greasy food, they gave me seafood. So I drank my alcohol and I ate some of the food and I start like dozing at the bar because that's my thing. I doze. I don't fight. I don't do. I go to sleep. So I start dozing at the bar and then the bouncer was like, "You have to go." I said, "No problem, no problem." And I start walking off. As I walk out, I meet Mister Miami. And Mister Miami, you you want to do the story from there? Yeah. So as as you're walking out. We didn't technically meet because then it sounds like I was trying to talk to you or you were trying to talk No, you to wasn't. Me. No, 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 no. We, we, we met because you were walking out as the bouncer was walking behind you. And then I heard, heard you say, hold on to the bouncer. Hold on. And it was very New York. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, give me a minute. Give me a minute. And, and then. Who, me? Like, I said that? Yeah, that was you. That was you. <laughs> I don't then, remember. And then, and then you stopped. And this is the walkway to the club. And then all you heard was, and saw. <laughs> all over the walkway like tons of motherfucking throw up everywhere wait first of oh. all i have class because i remember no, saying no hold class. on and i, I took i i threw up on the side i didn't throw up all over the place i threw, threw up on the side i remember that yeah, you were on the side on where the handicap ramp that you used exactly to that's class. Yeah, that was the main entrance. <laughs> I have so, nothing to say. Grew up right there in front of everybody. And, you know, didn't know you, but I knew we had a mutual friend in common. Uh, in common. I knew yeah. that much. And I just remember saying, your friend is fucked up. I don't know. And I remember them saying, I don't know him, but here's the key to the house. <laughs> so, 
I remember they gave me the key to the house. I went and got, I came and got you, and I was like, hey, I got the key. You know, I'm gonna walk into the car to, a, you know, a cab or something. And you know, at that moment, I made sure you had everything, and then we kind of just walked a little bit down the street. And I was like, I'm fine. You end up not even getting in the car. You, I end up walking you like halfway to wherever you guys stay. You want me? You want me like close to Collins Street or something like that? Yeah, uh, so close enough to where y'all were staying. And, but and I was at like, that moment we like clicked because after you threw up, you woke up. <laughs> I sure did. I like, said, I said I'll be fine. I'll be fine, Mister Miami. I'll be fine. I was he, like, he kept saying he'll be fine, and I actually believed him though because, like, like I say, after you know, a lot of times after we throw up and get all that bullshit out. It's like you snap back. But you did believe me. You know why? Because, see, you don't remember. I went home. I went to sleep. And then, I guess, our other friends text us, um, text me where we was going to go. And then, all of a sudden, you see me dancing in the club on a pole or something. And he was like, I thought this bitch was drunk as... <laughs> <laughs> Let's look. We need to be clear for the listeners. This wasn't even four hours later, so it wasn't. I, I don't think remember. It, it maybe have been four because it was late in the evening when you were leaving that day, and all of a sudden, all I know, I went back to my hotel for maybe an hour and a half. We came back out, and I see you on the pole like you never left. You know, <laughs> I was like, I bounced back we really clicked. fast. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Initially, I was like, that was. A motherfucking hot ass mess. But then, as I got to know him, it, he came to be like one of my best friends. Like, literally, we've been on each other for how many years now? Like, maybe what, like four or five? Four or five. It's yeah, been four. Five. If you if you like, count that day, seems like yesterday. Yes, and if you count the trips, it was yeah, like like four or five. Four yeah, or five. Because we've been on several, you know, excursions together. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and you know you always a good time. But and, and, and 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 remember, you at first you really didn't you didn't know what to expect of me. You, you know, you was like I didn't know what to expect of you, and I I still think that you um sometimes um surprise me. <laughs> That's a good word. That's good. I want to always. I never want to keep you bored. I always want to you know keep you keep you together. As long as Mr. Big Mouth, a.k.a. Dante, is around, ain't, no one will ever be bored. Because just like your name says, you never shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, you mighty porn. <laughs> you fucking bitch. But, so, like, how, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, the coronavirus, this too. Um, have you been keeping in contact with your friends and all this good stuff? Um, you know, as much Besides, as. Besides, you know, Zooming and all that. To be honest with you, um, I, 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 what I do is I randomly text people to make sure they're okay and stuff like that. Um, some of my friends work for NYPD. Some of my friends are nurses. And, um, one of my, one of my good friends, actually, I called him my, my, um, my, uh, birthday brother. Uh, he got the coronavirus, unfortunately. And he was like, it's like death. He was like, you uh-huh. really have to be very careful. And once he came out and said that to me, like, and he's a nurse. So once he said it's like death, I came out and I was just like, oh, you know what? If I'm fucking any of y'all, y'all gotta wear a mask. So I have a, so listen, 
I'm not going to lie to the people because people see through bullshit. And I won't lie to you because you already know how I get down. I just tell you what it is. But on some real shit, like, I was fucking through this corona days. Like, my dick, I'm horny all the time. And that beating your dick is not working for me. But I do have rules. And one of my Let me tell you. Would you like to know how it all gets down when... um? Would you like to know how it all gets down when I'm sitting down there and I'm um, having a, a whole moment? I mean, I, I kind of want to know and I kind of don't, but just go ahead. Oh, shut the fuck up, bitch. You was, you, you was burning this shit, so, you know. We I, you know, I kind of don't even want to talk about sex anymore because that motherfucker fucked it up for the rest of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> my dick stand in my pants. Staying soft, I'm good. I, if I need to do something, I will beat my meat. I'm never tired. At least it don't burn the fuck out of me. <laughs> well, we but have- you go right ahead. Tell us yours. Well, in mine's I wore a Jimmy hat, so I ain't have to worry about that shit, bitch. Oh, so now we lying. All right, go ahead. No. Like, bitch, you know me better. The only time I was a hot-ass mess was in Brazil. And anybody who's been in Brazil, they... Most likely not wearing a condom. <laughs> like, so, so you waited to go to a, a poverty-stricken co- country to not wear a condom, <laughs> where it's more likely that you're gonna catch something. Yes, <laughs> they're that beautiful. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. Go ahead and tell us your story. <laughs> so, um, fuck, I just went blank. <laughs> you made me go wrong. Oh, yes, the process. So basically. I'm not depriving myself from sex. Like, I'm sorry. But, like I said, just like how I go into the train stations, I use my common sense. So, you have instructions that I put into your phone before you come to my house. Which is, number one, when you walk in, you better have your mask on. Number two, close by the door. Don't walk all over willy-nilly in my house because you have corona on your clothes. So, please put it in that little chair and don't go. That's the whole chair. You put your stuff in the whole chair. Second, don't touch me. Go to the bathroom and wash your hands. And I'm counting because I'm going to make sure that it's more. It's 15 seconds or more. If you do wash and then come over here. No, 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 no. Use that soap. That's by it. See, look at that. Use, use Dove. Use Dove. It's a good smell, too. It's good. It's good. But it's cucumber and green tea. Huh? Does it say antibacterial? Yes, it is. It says it in the back, bitch. Yes. Ah, uh, you're lying. <laughs> but go ahead. Bitch, soap is soap. I don't give a fuck. Fuck, it says it in the back. Look at the ingredients in good. the back. Like, I don't give a fuck. I can't wait till you finish because I want to say something to you so bad. And so, don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurry it up. So... After that, you come over, after you wash your hands, you put your mask on, you get bang, bang, doom, doom. If you want to suck, I'll put my mask on and you can suck away until you're tired. And like, so this, is a little, this, this almost like these masks are almost turned into foreplay. So it make, is. So it's like, it's like porn these days. This ain't about coronavirus. Yes, I friend. You have to be creative. I'm creative with my shit. Or like with my freak, like someone I'm being real freaky with, I'll turn, that I know really well, I'll turn into Mr. Doctor. Or I'll turn into a crazy person that you went into to their house and shut the fuck up. Go in the bathroom. 
Wash your fucking hands, you dirty whore. See? See? <laughs> you know what? First of all, you watch too much white porn. Huh? <laughs> Second of all, why is it okay for him to remove his mask to suck your dick? <laughs> yes. How can he can't suck no dick with the mask? Because then you'll cut me if you put a hole in there and you don't put nothing in No. What's wrong with you? You know, it's so funny. All of the different things we'll come up with just to have sex. Like, so basically, you threw all the coronavirus bullshit out the window. I don't give a fuck all the mass shit you have in there where you can avoid all of it just by not inviting anybody to your house. Why you can't jack off for the next couple weeks, I don't know. But teach is on. Shut the fuck up. That's just like telling somebody with HIV or whatever, like, you know what? That's just like when HIV first, uh, HIV came out and everybody was like, freak the fuck out. And after a while, they was just like, listen, I'm just going to use this condom and I'm going to put your bottle on top of it just in case. And we just going to make it work. They're just like, I'm on this prep. We good. Let's go. (laughs) Well, I said, I said condom and prep. I didn't say just. Yeah, that's the Atlanta way of thinking. But I. <laughs> you know, because you motherfuckers say condom in this city, a motherfucker liable just to walk away from your door and be like, forget it. Listen, I didn't met some. I don't think that's just this city, though. Y'all give my city a bad rap. I think that's a little bit of all over. It's just, it's your preference. To be honest with you, it is a little bit of. It is a little bit of all over and whatnot. Guys, if you heard the... F- yeah, that was me flushing the toilet because I had to take a piss. Um, it is it is um, a little bit of all over, but I'm going to be very honest with you. As as much as nasty and as freaky as I can be, um, it's very much one of those things of, yeah, this is what it is, but... There's other STDs that I'm really not trying to get. Like I, I, I don't want herpes, <laughs> and I have a, I think I have a pretty nice dick, and um, I don't want to wake up in the morning and see holes in it, and I don't want general warts. I don't want different bumps on top of my dicks, and I don't have that much. I don't have good luck, so <laughs> I. I think, I think you should do more research, though. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but. I'm not sure it works as how your mind makes you think. I think you're thinking of severe, severe cases. And I'm not saying I, I'm not saying it makes it better or worse, but you say holes in your dick. I don't think that's what actually happens. Herpes is groups. You got a group of bumps with open source. I'm playing around when I'm saying that, but yeah. Who wants who wants open source like Pharrell and pus coming out of it? Like, are you Pharrell? I don't want That's that. True. No. And then I gotta explain to the. You gotta go through this whole explaining to the. Per- I don't want to go explain shit. I want you to suck cock and get the fuck out, unless you my man. I can understand that, but no. I, you know, back to the original question I was asking you about friends and stuff. You know, um, throughout this whole thing, I, you know, I feel like this whole virus has made each individual, whether you wanted to or not, evaluate 
you know, who they are and the relationships and friends and associates and, mm-hmm. you know, just any kind of relationship they had. And I don't mean relationship as in boyfriend or boyfriend, girlfriend. Just in general. You know, just in general. You know, and I actually, I feel like I've, you know, cut some long time friends, turn time friends off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it probably was already on its way. But I think this um, pandemic kind of like put the nail in the coffin. For oh. me, like you said, I'm a person, this is how I live. You mm-hmm. know, things happen how they're supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I'm spiritual. I believe in, you know, God and everything. But I like, again, things happen how they're supposed to. And I'm not going to let fear run my life. You should. Um, and, and, you know, no matter what's going on. But I have some friends, they are, or some former friends and current friends. You know, I feel like they're beyond extreme about it. To be honest, um, I'm very aware of what's going on, but I'm tired of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to feel depressed every day about what's going on out here. It's not that I'm ignoring it. It's just I don't want to talk about it. You can't even turn on the TV or internet or anything for two seconds. Hell, in Atlanta, you know, we drive everywhere. They mm-hmm. even have it on the on the traffic billboards. Mm-hmm. Social distancing, hashtag coronavirus. Like, that's called, like, that is the media and everybody creating fear that's already there. Mm-hmm. But you're making it, you're exasperating it. So I have friends, like, literally every second of the day sending me videos from YouTube about coronavirus, about what to do, what not to do. And I'm like... And you want to get I mean, your mind off of it. like, I can't even fucking read. I can, I can see, I can read. I don't need you to send me shit. And mm-hmm. then when I'm on the phone with you, there a lot of them, some of them were hysterical. Like, you got to be careful. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I get it. And I, and I get it. But at the same time, it's like, if you know me, like, I don't live in fear. And that's clearly where they are. But then I looked at some other things that were about them that I'm just like, this ain't going to work. This friendship, because we clearly think two different ways. I'm not going to be depressed every time I get on the phone with Mm -hmm. you and talk for hours about something that you can't control. And none of us can right now. So I have, I have a couple of things to say to you on that. The first thing is there's a movie that I want you to see. I really promote this movie. Uh, First of all, let me promote this app. It's called Tubi. T-U-B-I. Um, really good app. If like it has the Golden Child, it has moved LGBT movies like The Skinny and um a, a lot of good movies out there. So um, I'm gonna promote this one main movie because what I'm trying to do for the Corona is promote one good movie to everybody. Um, and Tubi is free for all my listeners and also you. Tubi is free. Um. This movie is called Bathroom Stalls and Parking Lots. You know a lot about some stalls and parking lots. I know no friend. So <laughs> You were holding the door, remember? I was. <laughs> I said go enter, it's free and, and it's available. Right after me into that same asshole, remember? <laughs> I said it's free and it's available. <laughs> um so basically this movie bathroom stalls and parking lots is about a group of um two brazilians who are meeting up in san francisco um this this brazilian is trying to meet this guy that he met before and it goes into a big ride of gay culture um 
But he not only learns about his friend, he learns about himself. And also, it's a comedy. It came out like in March in 2019. So it was, it's, it's fairly new. And it talks about the San Francisco scene. So I really think that you should watch it because it, it, it talks about, it, it's kind of like our good time when we hang out and stuff like that. And, you know, when we went on one trip and one girl was a mess and the others was like, bitch, go sit down. And I think this would be good for you about the topic that we're talking about because, you know, later in the movie, he starts to realize who his friends really were and can he deal with it? And is this someone that he wants to partake in going further in life? You know what I'm saying? You know, go ahead. No, 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 you know, and I think there, there comes a point with all of us, you know, especially in gay culture, you you sit down there and you gravitate to people because, oh, I'm gay and oh, you know, because we both like this and we both understand each other. But at the same time, it's like, bro, like, at the, you know, you're doing I, shit I, that I don't fuck with, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the like, and it's not even just gay relationships; it's any relationship. Um, okay, friend. Huh? I and, said, read me, friend. Okay, he's like, it's not just gay relationships; it's any relationship. Yeah, you, um, you, you. I think as you get older, you start to learn that everybody ain't meant to go where you're going, mm-hmm. and it's a hard realization to come through. Um, come to, and especially as African Americans, because we're taught to be loyal growing up. This is true. So, you know, even when, like, and even in, like, just for example, work, when we can maybe take a step up, but it might be, you know, not not stabbing somebody in the back, mm-hmm. but say your friend helped you get here or you're loyal to this manager because you're friends, mm-hmm. so you don't take that move up yeah. because you're being loyal. You know, it's just, like I say, it can, what we've been taught, you know, growing up has sometimes hindered like you know where we could be in life but back to what we were saying about relationships like you said gay or straight you just need to know that some things have an expiration date and it's hurtful as like you know it's really hurtful if you care about the person in any form or fashion but sometimes it's no it ain't it's not even about that i don't like the person anymore it could be about that that you outgrown them or hell they might have outgrown you okay so you know, you can't take it personal. You know, I got childhood friends that I don't necessarily speak to, but if I see them, it's like we never miss the beat. I'm saying, mm-hmm. hey, how you doing? But they're not part of my inner circle anymore because we don't have those same things in common. They might have moved forward in their life here or hell, some of them are still in the same spot as if we, we were 15 years old, you know, and that's just not where I am. So like I say, it's just all about progression and I feel like, your circle if you're the top of it you need to find another one well you I, know, I always feel feel that it's always good to um have different friends and different friend groups like right i have I have like i have friend groups who i travel with i have friend gr- groups that i talk about business with i have friend groups that are very creative like i am you know and that works for me but i know that i can't mix all of them because i know all the personalities will crash will clash and um um like for instance like i i had a i had two best friends and they all they all stopped because 
I've learned about envy and jealousy, and it was so like, ugh. Like the first one was envy and jealousy, and the second one was very like, were you my real friend, or was I was just someone who was your friend that was able to to put the money down when it was time to put it down because I had a really because I have a really good job and so forth and so on, and then when it came to making that point of you choosing between the shorty that she's not with now, but your friend and your shorty, it just was like, whoa. And when you, it's so funny because it's just like a, a regular relationship when you're with someone, but the friendship relationship is interesting because you're blinded to all the 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 things that they're telling you right then and there in your face. And I don't think you're blinded. I think you ignore it or just like in a relationship of someone you're dating, mm-hmm. you choose the things that you can handle or that you can tolerate. So no one no one's perfect. So mm-hmm. when people say, Oh, that relationship looks perfect or I want the perfect male, I want the mate, you know, no one's perfect. It's what can you tolerate from the person? Well, and I think, especially when it comes to friends, and if you were comparing it just now to like some of them maybe have started dating and then they say, you know, they cut the friendship seems to be lacking now. Mm. I always call it a delicate balance. Mm. And some people, when it comes to relationships, they don't know how. Go ahead, delicate balance. Use the word delicate balance. Go ahead. (laughs) I always look at it like, I mean, it really is a delicate balance knowing, like, okay, I don't want. You know, I want to make sure my, my mate know that I'm into them and all this. But I also don't want my friend to ever feel like I just let them go because I finally found someone. Mm-hmm. And hell no, because if that relationship doesn't work. You're going to need that damn friend that you left over there mm-hmm. to help pick you up and help get your mind off this motherfucker who did whatever. And when y'all not together anymore. Well, you know what, what, what at that time what it was for me and I'm still... You know, I, I always bring it up and I kind of bring it up when I'm talking to somebody to let them know is because for me, it was very much that time of you're someone who's my best friend. I talk to all the time and whatever the case is. And, you know, at that time, and it's so funny because it was also the time in Miami, but this time in Miami it was during Miami Sizzle before I even met you. You, um, that was the Miami when Miami Sizzle was lit lit, and you know it was very much so. I started seeing a pattern, and those patterns I started seeing was you'll leave your friends for for some shorty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and this last one, I was just like, okay. I'm ready to fight for my best friend. I'm ready to whoop ass for my best friend. And I'm my job was on the line because my best friend was going to do something stupid. And I'm putting that, I'm putting myself in the front. And then towards the end of the close to the end of the trip, you're like going back with the person and then treating me like craziness. Yeah. And then reuniting like years later. They're like, you know, through a, another friend's birthday, they're like, you know, we you should have been friends. Let's go and talk. Okay, I'm going to give you a chance. I think we talked about that, Mr. Miami. Yeah. And the funny, the outcome of that was, was, okay, hit me up and let me know. 
never hit me up until let's say two weeks later and now um two weeks later and it's just like oh my god like are you fucking serious you're doing the same shit shit again so now you have a pattern that i don't want to involve myself myself with and now it's just very much so you know what it's done it can't like when this corona thing happened did i hit them to check on them and make sure because we we were mutual friends with somebody who passed away you know what i'm saying saying not from corona but from something else but even though we don't speak and we're not on the hangout level terms i'm still gonna check on yeah and make sure they're okay um and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just human nature. That means you have a heart. That means they 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 were someone special in your life, but that was their season, and their season is over. But at the same time, you still care about their well being enough to say, "Hey, you good?" We don't have to have a long conversation. I'm just making sure you good. You know, I'm checking on people that I care about. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's very much that. It's very much that, and. I will come out and say the funny thing about it is breaking that relationship and going on to to better things because all we used to do was the only traveling we did was Miami. When I got rid of them, and I don't want to say get rid of, but when I when I pushed myself to other horizons, I met different people. And then I finally met a good group of people where I, who I hang out with and travel with to different countries and stuff and went to different places. And I was like, these people mesh with me. These work with me. They understand me. I can travel. If I don't want to speak to their asses, they don't take it. To, they don't act like pussies and be like, oh, why you're not speaking today or leave me alone. Like it, it was just an understanding. You know what I'm saying? You know, real quick. I feel like this, um, and not even like God sometimes removes things and people from your life so that you can move on to the bigger things that he has for you, whether it be different friendships, because think about the group of guys, because I, you know, I know a lot of your friends now, Mm -hmm. but think about the group, you out just, uh, you know, just of who they are. Y'all probably would have never been friends outside of meeting in these different aspects that we did. Like, these will probably never be your type of people to hang around mm. and, and especially for long periods of time. So, you know, like I said, it's just, we, we live and we learn, but like I can say the older we get, you got to learn. Is it worth it to try to save the friendship? And a lot of times now, I think we're at the age, you know, you can, you can, you can, you, you don't, you don't. Well, you're definitely right. Right about that. You're, you are so, so, so right. Um, well, we're close to the end, friends. Oh my god, I feel like feel like child's play. You know, I love movies. Heidi, you know my phone just wrong. Shit, Mister Big Mouth. No, no, it's this. Yo, so you know what? I don't know if I should make a part two. We should do a part two, two, and talk about annoying motherfuckers that just don't know to stop calling you when they <laughs> bum ass niggas. Well, is that gonna be somebody coming to your door with a mask on? Yes. <laughs> but let me get this they want me to do them raw with the threesome and they've been on this threesome shit and i'm just like yo first of all you a bum even though your head game is great 
you're a bum and you're getting on my fucking nerves and stop calling me like what the fuck like i'm about my business like what we doing right now is business and and giving good information to people like don't fuck with my shit like on some real shit go go ahead and have that threesome and then they and pray they have a ventilator for you later i'm good there's more fish in the sea at the end of the day i'm i'm dante aka mr big mouth i can do i can do well by myself I'll I'll take I a heard. day of jacking 